We haven't talked about this subject in the show before. Pornography. No, hindi tayo mag-exchange notes ng pinapanood niyong porn. Pag-usapan natin the dangers of porn at kung paano makakaiwas dito. Welcome to The Jay Arga Show! Kamusta? Kamusta? Welcome to the Jeruga Show, protecting the Filipino family from woke ideology. We're the first conservative podcast in the Philippines. So, wakan na ba sa mga nag-aalipusta ng ating conservative Catholic Christian values? Especially kung ang mainstream culture ang gumagawa nitong pang-aalipusta na ito. Press, you've come to the right place. Ito ang podcast para sa inyo dahil ipagtatanggol natin ang life, marriage, family, and the truth. Because it takes all of us, Filipinos, to take back the culture. At itong kultura ang kinabibilangan natin ay very sex-positive culture. Igsabihin, Encourage kang may pag-sex kahit kanino and in effect, magiging positive ka sa kung ano-anong diseases. Joke lang. Pero this culture we're living in now and maybe in a long time, parang normal na lang ang manood ng porn, especially in today's internet age. At yan ang topic natin today. But first, nice ko muna kayong imbitahan to press that follow button Kung nakikinig ka sa Spotify or Apple Podcast. At kung nadala ka naman dito, mula sa link na kinlik mo sa isang Facebook Reels na nakita nyo kong sinasabi ko na kaming mga katoliko ay laging nakusahan, blah, 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 blah. Right now, may... Malapit na... I think may millions of views na ang mga Reels natin. At kung nadala kayo dito dahil sa Reels natin, please follow our Facebook page. And kung nadala ka dito mula sa YouTube... Subscribe sa ating YouTube channel. And kung anuman ang nagdala sa'yo dito, nagsusumamo ko sa inyo, subscribe naman kayo sa ating YouTube channel para medyo tumaas naman yung numbers natin sa YouTube. Kaya salamat, 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 salamat in advance. Alright, on to the show. What triggered me to doing an episode about pornography? Last week kasi ay may news na ganito. Here's the headline from Rolling Stones magazine about the Speaker of the House sa US na si Mike Johnson. Ito ang title ng headline. Mike Johnson admits he and his son monitor each other's porn intake in resurfaced video. Kung babasahin niyo ang headline, ay parang deranged parent itong Republican speaker na ito na si Mike dahil Ang dating ay parang nag-exchange note sila itong mag-amang ito sa kung ano yung porn na tinitignan nila. Porn intake pa nga yung gamit na term, di ba, sa headline. Parang adik sa porn ng speaker at laging may intake siya ng porn na parang ito ay isang pagkain. Tapos sa article mismo ay tinawag nilang mala big brother ang behavior na ginagawa ni Mike at ng anak niya. Search nyo na lang ang article 
to see kung ano-ano pang mga slanderous words ang sinabi ng Rolling Stones magazine about Mike. Pero para bigyan kayo ng idea what the fuss is all about, pakinggan natin ang tunay na sinabi ng speaker in this quote-unquote resurfaced video. Roll VTR. Covenant Eyes is the software that I, I we've been using a long time in our household. Uh, I was I first learned about it at, a, I think, a Promise Keepers event in the early 2000s. I think it was developed in about the year 2000. Uh, but it's the largest um, accountability software that there is. And, and there's some paperwork out there on the table that I think everybody may have picked up on the way in. If not, go get it. I, it's a subscription-based, I mean, we don't make any money on this. I'm telling you, I, we use it, okay? I, they're not, I'm, not in, I'm endorsing it because I'm a user. Uh, it's about $15 a month, $16 a month, something like that. And you get up to 10 devices. And what it is, it's accountability software. So uh, men in a church, you know, men's Bible study groups will do it. That's how it's presented at Promise Keepers. But they also mention, hey, when your kids become teenagers, especially if you have boys, dads, they're talking to the guys at this event, you might want to think about doing this with your sons. And so we've been doing that. And so what it does real, real simply is it has an algorithm and software. I'm, it's way above my head how it works. But um, it, it scans. You, you obviously opt into it. But it scans every all the activity on your phone or your devices, your laptop, tablet, what have you. We do all of it. And then it sends a report to your accountability partner. So my accountability partner right now is Jack, my son, right? And so he's 17. So he and I get a report of all the things that are on our phones or all of our devices once a week. If anything objectionable comes up, your accountability partner gets an immediate notice. I'm proud to tell you my son has he's got a clean slate, all right? Yeah. Okay, so ano tong nadinig natin? Let me explain. Para sa aming mga hindi addicted sa porn, na hindi rin fans ni Cardi B, na laging pinapatugtog ang kanyang kantang WAP, which stands for Wet Blank Blank sa kanyang car stereo, at hindi yung tingin nila ay lahat ng mga tao ay kagaya nila, na nakadextros na at 24-7 na nakaharap sa porn. In other words, para sa aming mga normal na tao, ang Intindi namin dito, ang ibig sabihin lang ni Mike ay he installed an accountability software called Covenant Eyes. And isa itong software na nagsisend ng screenshot ng device mo sa iyong tinatawag na accountability partner. Sa case ni Mike, ang accountability partner niya ay ang 17-year-old son niya. Because if there's one thing I learned kapag gusto mong magbago ang buhay mo, about something, mapadrugs man yan, mobile games, diet, or something else, ang kailangan mo ay isang person who you should be accountable for. Kailangan natin ng magbabantay. Dahil kung tayo lang, malaki ang chance ng failure. Kaya nga mahalaga may spiritual director tayo kung saan pwede mong sabihin ang lahat. And I might add na I tried Covenant Eyes before. Ang screenshots na sinesend sa accountability partner mo ay blurred. Pero madidistinguish niya kung picture ba ito ng hubad na tao. Very effective ito at maraming taong nagbago ang buhay dahil sa Covenant Eyes. At hindi tayo sponsored ng Covenant Eyes. How I wish is sponsor nila itong show na ito. Pero hopefully we'll get there. Ngayon, bakit nga ba natin kailangan mabago ang buhay natin? Sa pagtingin sa Pornography. Ano nga ba ang sama nito? Hindi ba over lang itong si Speaker Mike? 
Ang totoo ay ginamit ko lang ang kwento ni Speaker Mike sa Rolling Stones magazine as a jumping point to talk about the dangers of pornography and how to get rid of it. Parents, I must warn you, baka may mga masabi ako dito sa episode na ito na hindi angkop sa mga batang nakikinig. I will try to keep it clean, pero baka may mga salita dito at concepts na hindi pa dapat malaman ng mga chikiting natin. Kaya please, if may bata sa paligid, you might want to lower the volume muna, but know that I will try my best to conceal some words para hindi masyadong vulgar. Game? Okay, game. Pornography has always been a shameful part of my childhood. In case napakinggan nyo yung conversion story ko, kinuwento ko doon how key male role models in my life watched porn in front of me at nahanap ko din ang stash ng Playboy magazines nila sa ilalim ng kama. This shaped me to thinking that porn is something inevitable, that I have to be able to ingest porn if I were to be a man. Ano nga palang pornography? Pornography is not just naked pictures or videos. Ang kisami ng Sistine Chapel ay may naked figures na pininta ni Michelangelo. Pero hindi ito porn. Porn is whatever is meant to arouse your sexual desire. It came from the Greek word porni, which means prostitute, and graphene, which means to write. So even written stories could be pornography if it's meant to arouse. Kaya yung mga kwento ni Serex Saviera sa Abante nung bata pa tayo could be categorized as porn, kahit na prose lang ito or written word. Kahit nga yung Fifty Shades of Grey ay porn din, di ba? Kahit na aklat lang ito. It goes without saying na kaakibat ng porn ang kapatid niyang si <coughs> masturbation. <coughs> so, di ko lang kung nadinig yon. Pero know that whenever I say porn, I also meant that self-abusive practice of Dahil sa iyo kung i-risk na may batang makadinig nito at mabigyan sila ng idea sa practice na yon, tatawagin ko lang itong M-word. Okay? Sige. Alam nyo, it was so ingrained in me na common dapat ang porn at M-word na may kaibigan kami sa college noon. Tawagin natin sa pangalang Barney. Nung natutunan namin na hindi pa niya nagagawa ang M-word his whole life, Sinabi namin sa kanya ng mga klasiko na, alam mo, hindi ka normal. You should try the M-word. Gawin mo ito. Tapos kinabukasan may malaking ngiti sa mukha ni Barney kasi ginawa niya yung M-word after namin sabihin sa kanyang gawin niya. This is not one of my shining moments in life. Looking back, I feel so ashamed of myself. So please pray for Barney. Dahil ako man, ayaw kong ang mga kaklase ng anak ko would teach him to watch porn and do the M-word balang araw. Kung gusto niyong mapakinggan ang aking struggles on pornography, 
pakinggan nyo lang ang ating bonus episode sa podcast entitled Fighting Pornography from the Beyond Brokenness Conference. Shout out kay Guada Villanueva, kaibigan ng podcast, for inviting me in that conference. Ayoko nang ulitin dito ang mga sinabi ko sa conference na yun because it's so humiliating. What I would like to talk about in this episode are the dangers of pornography and the M-word. Then sa dulo, I'll share what I did to overcome the addiction. So what's wrong with porn? Ang lagi kong nadidinig na dahilan kung anong mali sa pornography is it objectifies women. And I say women, not to be sexist, pero let's be frank. Ang porn is a predominantly male problem. Not to say na walang babae na na-addict din sa porn. Meron din. And if you are a woman that's addicted to porn, everything I say here also applies to you. Palitan nyo lang yung gender ng woman to man. Okay? Okay. What do we mean when we say porn objectifies a person? Naranasan mo na bang magamit? Halimbawa sa office nyo, pinagkaisahan ng kaopisina mo ang picture mo na gawing dartboard. Tapos lahat sila nagte-take turns maghagis ng dart sa larawan mo. Anong mararamdaman mo? Technically, hindi ka naman nila sinasaktan, di ba? At least physically. It's not like yung mukha mo talaga ang dinadarts nila. Pero there's something about the action that's clearly taking away your dignity as a person. And let's say, pinagsusuntok pa nila ang larawan mo. Tapos din rowingan nila ng bigote. Tapos trip-trip lang kahit na hindi naman sila galit sa'yo, personally, pinagpupunit nila yung picture mo. Then, ginamit nilang tissue paper. Parang may mali, di ba? Parang masakit. That's because they're treating your personhood as an object. At ganito din, whenever we watch porn and fantasize the person in the pornographic picture or video, hindi siya victimless crime. It's true what Pope St. John Paul said that the problem with pornography is not that it shows too much of the person, but that it shows far too little. Sabi ni Cristo sa Sermon on the Mount, Everyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Kung anong ginagawa natin sa isipan natin, it shapes our heart. Kaya nga hindi katakataka that studies show that porn destroys marriage. Search nyo yung study ni Patrick Fagan entitled The Effects of Porn on Individuals, Marriage, Family, and Community. It says here that in 56% of divorces, at least one partner had an obsessive interest in porn. Paano nangyari yun? Pornography fosters a selfish attitude. Dahil sa tinitrain nito ang isang lalaki to look at women as objects of their desire, nagiging puro receive mindset na lang ang mga taong addicted sa porn. Not only does porn treat women as objects, it fosters a mindset of treating wives as objects as well. Ang asawa ay nare-reduce din to their sexual value. Kailangan si Mrs. laging flawless physically kay Mr. Kakumpitensya niya 
ang imposibleng standards ng mga katawan ng porn stars. Dahil kung hindi niya ma-meet iyon, baka maganap ng ibang babae si Mr. And alam naman natin, hindi naman forever ang ganda. At dahil sa kung sino-sino ang ini-imagine ni Mr., tumatamlay ang sex life nila ni Mrs. Ang isang problema ng porn sa marriage ay nananatili sa fantasy world itong si Mr. Kahit sa bedroom, nakakasira ng sex life ito. Oftentimes sa pornography, flashy ang mga ginagawa nila. Parang contortionist ang mga actors. At dahil dyan, unless sobrang ganda ng kaseks ni Mr. at gumagawa ng imposibling moves, hindi nasasatisfy si Mr. Imaginin mo kung sa isang basketball game, puro flashy ang dakdak at aliho pang ginagawa ng mga players. Parang imposibling maipanalo ang laro. E kung pwede namang simpleng layup lang or jump shot. Bukod sa problemang maaring maidulot sa marriage, ang addiction ng pornography can cause your frontal lobes to become smaller. Ayon sa Cambridge neuropsychiatrist na si Valerie Voon, Voon is spelled V-O-O-N, sa kanyang UK documentary entitled Porn on the Brain, the brains of habitual porn users show great similarity to the brains of alcoholics. A brain structure called the ventral striatum plays a significant role in the reward system of the brain, the pleasure pathways. It is the same part of the brain that lights up when the alcoholic sees a picture of a drink. Ibig sabihin ay bumababaw ang pinagkukuhanan ng isang porn addict ng satisfaction para siya'y sumaya. Ayon din sa isang German study entitled Brain Structure and Functional Connectivity Associated with Pornography Consumption, may significant correlation daw between higher consumption of porn and a lower amount of gray matter in your brain. All of that to say, nakakabobo ang porn. And I'm sure naranasan ito ng mga addicted sa porn at mga kumukuha ng exam. Ano naman ang sama ng addiction sa M-word? Naalala ko nung bata ako, sabi nila, kailangan mong gawin yung M-word kasi otherwise, hindi ito healthy behavior kung hindi mo ilalabas ang mga sperm sa iyong katawan. Pero walang katotohanan yan dahil ang sperm, lalabas naman yan naturally through what we call nocturnal emission o yung tinatawag na wet dream. Pero kung addicted ka sa self-abuse o yung tinatawag na M-word, ito ang sabi ni Paul Witz. Witz is spelled V-I-T-Z. Nabasa ko ito sa aklat ni Greg Popcheck na Holy Sex. Maraming dahilan kung bakit hindi tayo dapat maadik sa M-word. Una, the M-word makes you narcissistic. Authentic happiness, ayon kay Paul Witz, can be attained by being intimate and engaged with others. Ang M-word, ang ginagawa nito ay it only makes you self-involved, shallower, and ultimately, less happy. Pangalawa, sabi ni Dr. Witz, it's regressive. Ang M-word, kapag ginagawa ito ng isang adult, it's just one step above thumb-sucking. 
So, people who do this habitually, kunwari sinasabi lang nila na, ginagawa ko lang ito to release stress. Pero grown-ups need to deal with problems in life by facing them. Hindi yung magre-resort ka to pornography and the M-word. Hindi tayo nagtatumbsak kung may problema tayong kinakaharap. Gawain ito ng isang bata. Kaya ang M-word, kung na-addict tayo dito, is a regressive behavior. Parang bumabalik tayo sa pagiging bata. Pangatlo, the M-word is addictive. And we talked about this earlier. Why being addicted to something is bad. Because it makes your brain small. Pang-apat, just like pornography, the M-word is objectifying. May kilala ako who does the M-word frequently to a point na kapag may kausap siyang babae, hindi siya makatingin sa mata ni girl. And this is why pornography is the root of rape. You start thinking of women as objects instead of persons who have a rich story in life. In pornography, hindi naisip ng tumatangkilik nito, what does this woman or girl have to go through para maisipan niyang maghubad sa harap ng kamera? Siguro may matindi siyang hinanakit sa buhay. Walang batang babae na ang pangarap niya sa buhay ay maging porn star. At walang parents na ang pangarap nila sa anak nilang babae ay maging porn star. Ito natutunan ko kay Jason Everett para labanan ang pornography. Tuwing may nakikita kang babae na nakahubad that it almost brings you to the edge of lust. Ayon kay Jason, one way to battle this is ipagdasal mo ang babaeng ito. Dahil hindi natin alam, baka may matindi siyang hinanakit sa buhay, may matindi siyang dinadalang problema, makakatulong ang dasal mo sa kanya. Lastly, the M-word is progressive. Ibig sabihin, eventually, you'll need more of it and even extreme forms of it to maintain a chemical high achieved by this behavior. Ito ang reason kung bakit nakakasira ng marriages ang porn at ang M-word. Because minsan, hindi mo nakikita yung chemical high kay Mrs. naghanap ka sa iba. At ito, true story. May isang lalaki na hindi na niya na-maintain ang chemical high by imagining women. He broke the barrier by experimenting on men. Progressive. Ngayong pinag-usapan natin ang dangers ng porn at ng M-word, paano naman natin malalabanan ito? Paano tayo makakalaya dito? For one, ang masabi ko ay hindi ito madali. And rather magbigay ako ng one-size-fits-all na method or step-by-step na method kung paano maging porn-free, Siguro ikakwento ko na lang kung paano ko ito linabanan sa sarili kong buhay. It started noong Lent of 2014. That's when I committed to abstain from porn. So ang bala ko lang noon is mag-abstain for the whole duration of Lent. I offered the Lord my weakness. 
because I can't do it myself. At lahat naman ng kasalanan natin, kung under our own devices lang, ay hindi natin ito kayang labanan. Ganun din ang porn addiction. Kaya ayun, noong 2014, I committed to get rid of porn in my life. At lagi naman ganun. The first step towards changing your life is to acknowledge na may mali sa buhay mo. Ganun din sa porn addiction. Kailangan mo mo nang maunawaan na mali ito. Kasi paan mo hihilumin ang sugat kung nasa denial stage ka na may sugat kang kailangang hilumin. Para sa akin, ito ang sinacrifice ko nung kwaresma ng 2014. Lent is just 40 days plus yung Sundays. But for me, it felt like eternity. It's not easy. And the culture isn't helpful because kung titingin ka sa internet, sa Facebook, sa TV, chances are you'll see a scantily clad woman. At ito rin ang mapapayo ko sa inyong mga mister para mabawasan nyo ang pag-fantasize sa ibang babae na hindi mo asawa. Kung tingin mo, magiging stumbling block mo ang babaeng follow mo sa Facebook or sa Instagram, i-unfollow mo. It's better to gouge your eye and throw it away than to have two eyes and be thrown into hellfire. Of course, nung sinabi ni Jesus ito, hindi man niya pinapagawa ito sa atin literally. At kung pinapagawa naman ni Jesus sa atin ito literally, dihamak na mas madaling i-unfollow mo na lang ang paborito mong celebrity na madalas mag-swimsuit kesa dukutin mo ang iyong mata. Guys, hindi restricted sa celebrities ang pag-unfollow. Kung may kaibigan kang babae or ka-office na madalas mag-post ng bikini pics, unfollow. And girls, por pabor, maging modest naman sa pag-post sa social media. I know you have it, that's why you flaunt it. Pero does it need to be posted? Nung panahon ng mga lolo't lola natin, nagpapapicture naman sila minsan, minsan, ng nakabating suit to quote-unquote immortalize their youthful bodies. Dahil minsan lang daw silang maging ganun ang katawan. Pero hindi naman nila ito pinapangalandakan sa publiko. They keep it private. Ang katumbas ng pag-post ngayon sa social media ng inyong mga bikini pics ay maihalin tulad sa kunwari ang lola mo gustong ma-immortalize ang beach bod niya kaya nagpagawa siya ng billboard na nakabikini siya tapos pinaskil sa harap ng bahay nila ng malaki para makita ng lahat ang picture niyang nakabikini. So yun yung katumbas ng pagpo-post ng bikini pic mo sa social media ngayon kung gagawin natin ito noon nang wala pang social media. Tapos lahat ng kapitbahay nyo doon sa tapat ng malaking billboard na nakabikini, nagtatumbs up sila. Parang sinasabi lang, approve! Approve! So, ganun yung katumbas ng pagla-like. Anyway, back to our Lenten story. And yeah, hindi ito conservative podcast for nothing. Okay? Okay. So, 40 days and 40 nights, I offered this much time to the Lord. Did I make it? Prayer helped. Fasting helped as well. And nung time na nag-abstain ako from porn for 40 days and 40 nights, I felt like I'm in the desert being tempted by the devil. And I may have been tempted by the devil because you don't know how difficult for a man exposed to pornography for 20 plus years would deal with a sudden change of habit in his life. In some days, I was like 
the Israelites, asking Moses after the parting of the Red Sea. Kung naalala nyo, the first moment they experienced hardship, sinabi nila, Why did you bring us out of Egypt to die here in the wilderness? But I kept on praying, and there's a little bit of struggle with the Lord. Eventually, the Lord gave me the strength and the will to keep powering through. Then, Palm Sunday came. In my mind, I was thinking, isang linggo na lang. Matatapos na itong sacrifice ko. Tapos, dumating ang Holy Thursday para akong gumagapang. Eh. Inch by inch, gumagapang. Good Friday, then Black Saturday, and finally, Easter. Finally. However, nung dumating ang Easter, dapat tapos na yung commitment ko to abstain from porn, di ba? I was supposed to be free of my commitment. Pwede na akong bumalik sa aking old ways. But somehow, something changed in me. Lent changed me. I actually felt more free now when I'm not enslaved by my porn addiction kaysa noon. Pornography has been my false idol all along. It's my Egypt. I was enslaved by it for years. Christ led my exodus from this false god. Hindi ko sinasabing all is well until now. Kasi as long as we live, the threat of falling will always be there. But in my deathbed, I would like to be able to say what St. Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. So ngayon, married na ako with three kids. I got rid of all my FHM magazines. I have deleted pornography from my hard drive. Our house is porn-free. I wanted to end this cycle. Ayaw kong yung kids ko mag-grow up the way I did. Kung meron mang takeaway sa aking kwento, gusto ko lang sabihin na 20 plus years of habit is no match against Christ's infinite love and mercy for us. God in His infinite wisdom can even use our sins to draw us closer to Him. We just need to be open to His grace. Ayan. I hope you like this episode. Kung gusto niyo ng more conversation about pornography, how to deal with it, how to deal with this addiction, my friend Matthew Luis Antero has this podcast called Chased Hearts Podcast. So search niyo yun. And by the way, Tayo nga pala ay part ng Influencers Program ng Halo. Kung hindi pa kayo nakasubscribe sa Halo app, ano pang hinihintay nyo? Ito lang naman ang number one Catholic Christian meditation app in the world. Kaya download the Halo app now. Alright, salamat sa pakikinig ng ating podcast. This has been another episode of the J. Aruga Show, Protecting the Filipino Family from Woke Ideology. At the end of the day, it will be night. Goodbye!
If this episode made your day, or even if it didn't, please press that follow button right there. If you're listening in Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. Spread the word, tell your friends, family, your dog to subscribe as well. Thank you very much.